Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and thank you so much for joining me on my daily teaching podcast, Grace to Your World. You know, the more we understand God's grace, the more do we find ourselves empowered to change our world and to live the overcoming life. Now, with that being said, let's get into today's message and grow in our walk with Jesus together. And I really want to talk about how depending on God produces an attitude of humility. I want to talk about the importance of humility. You see, humility is something that oftentimes is misunderstood. Sometimes people have this idea that when you are humble, that what that means is that you're putting yourself down. There's this religious idea that to be humble means that you have a low opinion of yourself. But I want you to understand that is not what humility is from a biblical standpoint. Humility, biblically speaking, is simply to see yourself the way God sees you. It is simply to be obedient to whatever God is telling you to do. And it is simply to recognize your dependence on God. I believe that dependence on God will produce humility. And and I want you to know that that humility is absolutely crucial in order for you to see the promises of God coming to pass in your life. What you want to understand is, is that it's going, to be, it's going to be based on you being humble. In other words, humility is going to produce a posture that's going to make you receptive and available to some of the things that God wants to do in your lives. Amen. And so let's embark on this journey together here this morning. And I want to start in the in the book of Isaiah again in chapter 40, verse 29. I'm going to be reading this verse from the ESV translation. And I want you to pay attention to what he says here. He says in verse 29, he says, He gives power to the faint. That word power means ability. It means strength. He gives power to the faint and to him who has no might. He actually increases strength. And so what I want you to notice here right from the get-go is that God says he's going to give power. Now, who is he giving power to? The strong? The person who's got it all figured out? No, guys. He says he's going to give power to the faint. He's going to give power to those who are weary, those who are tired. Look at verse 30. Verse 30 says, even youths shall faint and be weary. And so in other words, age has nothing to do with this. Amen. And he says, and young men shall fall exhausted. But look at verse 31. That's what, this is what I want you to see. He says in verse 31, But those who wait for the Lord. Take note. Those who wait for the Lord. What do they do? He says, they shall renew their strength. Take, take note of the word renew. If you have your Bible, I want you to underline, wait for the Lord and renew. He says, they will renew their strength. 
He says, They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and they shall not faint. And so God says that He wants to renew our strength. And we're talking about this being a year of renewal. And so when we talk about renewal, what we're talking about is your strength being renewed. What we're talking about is your ability、uh, being renewed by you depending on God. Look at this verse in the Amplified Translation, just verse 13. 31 Amplified says, But those who wait for the Lord, and now he's going to tell us what that means to wait for the Lord. He says, Those who expect, those who look for him, those who hope in him. And so to wait for the Lord is to depend on God. To wait for the Lord is to be expecting God. It is to be、uh, looking for God. It is to be hoping for God. So no matter what's going on in your life, you are expecting God to show up in that area of your life. No matter where you find yourself this morning, you are looking for God. You're hoping for God. To, to hope from a biblical standpoint means to have an earnest expectation of good. It means to have a confident expectation of a good. And so those who expect God, those who look for God, those who hope in God, what, what, what do they do, guys? He says, They shall change and renew their strength and power. They shall lift their wings and mount up close to God as eagles mount up to the sun. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not become tired. And so God says that He will cause our strength. To increase. He's going to cause our strength to abound. Now, how is he going to do this? He says he's going to do it by changing and renewing our strength. Now, why does he say change? He says change because that Hebrew word that's translated renewal, guys, literally that word means to、uh, change or to exchange or to pass. The, the, the、um, literal translation here says to pass to power. And so what he's saying is that to renew your strength. What that means is it means to exchange your, your weakness for his strength. I want you to take note of this right now, friend. It means to exchange your weakness for the strength of God. It means to exchange your inability for the ability of God. It means to exchange your lack for His provisions. And so, this is what it means to wait for the Lord. This is what it means to depend on God. It means to depend on God, to, to, to wait for the Lord. It means, at one, that we will seek His guidance. His wisdom and his direction in all things, and it means that we live a life of depending on God. And so, and so let's talk about this for a moment. Now, when you're seeking, when you're waiting for the Lord, when you're seeking his guidance and, your direction, and his direction in all things, what that means, guys, is that you're going to have some、uh, periods in your life where you're going to become quiet before the Lord. What this means is, glory to God, that you're going to have some, some moments in your day where you're just going to slow down. And you're just going to wait for the Lord. In other words, you're going to, you're going to, before, you know, there's an important issue that comes up in your life, or there's a decision that you got to make in your life, or, or there's some, something where you got to take some kind of action. Well, what you want to do when you're waiting for the Lord is glory to God. You want to slow down and you want to check in with your silent partner. You want to check in, glory to God, with the Holy Ghost. You want to check in with your unseen partner and you want to see, Lord, is this what you want me to do in this area of my life? Lord, Do you want me to do this? Lord, do you want me to do that? To do that. And so you're seeking his will, his guidance, and his counsel. 
Watch this now, guys. Before any human aid or effort is applied, that's what it means to be waiting for the Lord. And so we get quiet. And so, in other words, this is this is slowing down. You see, here's here's a here's an interesting thing. Glory to God. When it comes to a divine acceleration, you see, if 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 you want to see a God accelerating some things in your life, guys, what you want to understand is that God will accelerate when you slow down. I want you to take note of that. In other words, it's it's kind of like a paradox. You see, you see, in the the, the life of a born again Christian, you want to understand that your place of empowerment is always going to be a place of rest. You see, when you are at rest, what you're doing is you are positioning yourself now for God to show up in your life in a greater way. And so when you slow down, when you have moments where, you, where you're slowing down, you're not getting caught up in the busyness of the world. You're not getting caught up in just always running at 100 miles an hour. No, you take some time to slow down. You start your day perhaps with some quiet time where it's just you and God, you and the Word. You get together uh, with God. You pray in the Holy Ghost perhaps and, 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 and you just spend some time with Him. You practice your relationship. I want you to understand that as you slow down, God is going to be able to accelerate some things in your life. Remember, we told you last week that what it comes down to here is your focus. It's going to come down to your relationship with Jesus, and it's going to come down to your trusting in Jesus. You see, this year 2023 is all about you depending on God. This year 2023 is all about you not being distracted with some of the craziness that you're going to see going on in the world. No, what you're going to do is you're going to keep your focus on God. You're going to keep your attention on God. It's not just um, you know, a Sunday kind of thing, guys. Glory to God. No, this is a day-by-day, moment-by-moment relationship relationship that you want to practice with the Lord. You see, this is a day-by-day, moment-by-moment walk, intimate fellowship with a Jesus, guys. Amen. If you understand that, say amen. I want you to type amen in the chat right there. Glory to God. And so what this comes down to, guys, is, is our recognition that we need God. You see, I want you to understand that no matter who you are, No matter what's going on in your life, no matter where you find yourself right now, friend, I want you to know that you need God. You see, your dependence on God, your relationship with God is not something that is a luxury, guys. No, it is a necessity. Glory to God. It is a necessity. You want to understand that you need God. You see, God says that he gives power to the faint. And so what you want to recognize is, first of all, that without him, we don't have any power. Without him, we are faint. Without him, we do not have any might, you see. And so what this comes down to is humility. Humility. You see, the only thing that's going to put a stumbling block here is is pride. In other words, if, 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 if you are listening to me right now and you're saying, well, Alex, you know, I kind of get what you're saying, but I'm not really sure if I agree. You know, Alex, I'm doing pretty okay on my own. You see, maybe you're one of those people 
praise God and I want you to know God loves you, but maybe you're one of those people where you just come to God when there's an emergency going on in your life. You see, you're kind of off doing your own thing, but then you come to God when there's an issue going on in your life. But you see, that's not where you want to be this year, friend. You see, you see, you want to be someone who practices your intimate relationship with God and you want to be someone who understands that you need God in order for you to be able to do what God is calling you to do. In order for you to see God's best, you got to live in dependence upon God. Now, the world believes that strength comes from self-effort. You see, the world is really the upside-down kingdom. I want you guys to understand. I want you to understand that everything that you see in the world is flipped upside down. When the fall happened, everything got flipped upside down. And so the world tends to think, well, if you want to get ahead, if you want to see breakthrough, you just got to push a little bit harder. You see, you got to put in a little bit more effort. Amen. Now, we do believe in putting in the work. We do believe in excellence. We do believe in going the extra mile. But what you, under, what, what you want to understand is that your confidence is not to be in yourself. Your confidence is to be in Jesus. Glory to God. Your confidence is to be in what a Jesus has already made available to you. And in order for you to access the finished works of Jesus Christ, you see, we're talking Glory to God. We're talking about you accessing healing that's already available to you. We're talking about you accessing opportunity that's already a finished work. We're talking about you accessing breakthrough that Jesus has already made available to you. Now, in order for you to see that, however, it's not going to come down to your self-effort, friend. No, it's going to come down to you depending on God. It's going to come down to you depending on uh, Jesus. You see, in God's kingdom... We must first recognize our own weakness. See, the world says, well, just, you know, put up a show, just be strong, put in some more effort. But in God's kingdom, we must first recognize our weakness, our frailty, and our need for Jesus, guys. This is huge. And it is only then that we will position ourselves, listen to me now, it's only then that we will position ourselves to receive His supernatural ability. You see, the, the, the key here, guys, is that you recognize your weakness and your frailty apart from God, but then the key is that you don't stay there. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. You see, because sometimes religion has gotten people to this point where they recognize that, that without God, I can do nothing and I need God. But then what happens is, is you kind of forget about this little fact that, 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 that he said, that what God said, what Jesus said is, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You see, you see, and so yes, it's true, you are weak apart from Him, but glory to God, if you are born again, if you are in Christ, if Jesus is the Lord of your life, I want you to understand, you're never apart from Him. Glory to God, I want you to understand that He has taken up residence on the inside of you, and so in order for you to access the power and ability and might that He has put on the inside of you, friend, what you want to understand is you gotta, you gotta come from a place where you realize it's not my strength. 
It's not my ability. It's not my own self-effort. You see, what we're talking about renewal, renewing your strength means you're exchanging your weakness for his ability. And so what that means is you are exchanging your natural human strength for the supernatural ability of God. Praise God, you see. You see, because no matter who you are, no matter how much natural talent you have, no matter your credentials, no matter... Glory to God, how smart you may be, you still need God in order for you to operate in what God is wanting to do in your life. Remember, we were telling you that 2023, we're going to see a divide between the people who are putting their trust in Egypt. They're putting their trust in the natural human resources of the world. They're putting their trust in, in what they can do in their own self-effort. We're going to see a divide between those people and the people people who are putting their trust in God, the people who are putting their confidence in God, the people who are walking in an intimate fellowship with a God. And when we're talking about putting our trust in God rather than the world system, what that means is that no matter what's going on in the world this year, friend, that is not to throw you off. You see, you might see some crazy stuff going on in the world this year where maybe the, 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 the economic system is concerned, but remember, you're not in the world. You're, 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 you're in the, or excuse me, you should say you're, I should say you're in the world, but you're not of the world. That's what Jesus said, right, guys? You're in the world, but you're not of the world system. In other words, you are in Goshen. You're not in Egypt. You see, there might be a famine going on in Egypt, but uh, while, while that famine is going on in Egypt, you are in Goshen. Goshen is the land of more than enough. Goshen is uh, the place where the people of God dwelled while there was a famine going on in Egypt in the book of Genesis. Glory to God. And so this year, you are in Goshen. You are in the land of more than enough. You are in the land where God meets your every need. You are in the land where God uh, supplies whatever is necessary in order for you to live the victorious life, in order for you to position yourself for that. Now, friend, what you want to do is you want to live in your recognition that you have a need for God. You see, strength and empowerment, guys, in this Christian life will come out of our dependence on God. Everybody say out loud, I need God. If you're by yourself, say it to yourself. If you're with someone, say it to them. And if you're watching on the live stream, I want you to type into the live stream, I need God. Amen. Guys, we need him. We all need him. And so let's look at this a little bit further. I want you to turn with me to uh, St. John chapter 15, verse 4. St. John chapter 15, verse 4. And uh, we're going to get as far as we can today, guys, and then we're just going to continue next week. And um, St. John chapter 15, verse 4, this is something that Jesus is, uh, is, uh, has said here, and I want you to really catch what he's saying here, guys. He says here in verse 4, Jesus speaking, he says, abide in me. And I in you. Now, the word abide means to remain. It means to dwell. In other words, you are a believer. You've put your faith in Jesus. Now, Jesus is saying, abide in me, continue in me. And what this is talking about is, is relationship, guys. This is talking about you living in an intimate relationship with Jesus. He says, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, 
no more can you except you abide in me. Verse 5, Jesus says, I am the vine and you are the branches. You see, he's the vine, we're the branches. And he says, he that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. Now, this is what I want you to see. For without me, you can do nothing. Jesus says, without him, we can do nothing. Now, guys, this is a strong statement that I really want you guys to notice, is that Jesus is saying that without him, you can do nothing. You see, without him, we can do nothing. And so what he's talking about here is our relationship, and it's in our relationship with Jesus, guys. This is very important that we look to Jesus as the greater and the stronger vessel. You see, as, as, as you are abiding in your relationship with Jesus, the way this relationship is going to look is that it's a relationship where you depend on him for everything. So I want you to understand, guys, how many know that the vine is stronger than the branches. Amen. You see, the, 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 the example that Jesus uses here is, is that he's the vine and we're the branch. You know, we're a branch. And so the vine, not only can the, can the branch bear no fruit apart from the vine, the vine is really the stronger part of, 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 of the two, the stronger one of the two. The vine is stronger than the branches. And so this is a relationship where we depend on him for everything. I want you to look at this verse with me in the Passion Translation, the TPT. And I just want to set you up here, guys, today to where you understand that no matter where you find yourself in your life, no matter if things are going well, no matter if you are in a ditch right now, your life is to be lived in dependence on Jesus, and it's really to live in an intimate relationship with Jesus. Now, he says here in the Passion Translation, St. John 15, verse 4, he says, So you must remain in life union with me. Take note of that word, life union, for I remain in life union with you. And so when we talk about life union, guys, it makes it clear that we're talking about relationship here. We're talking about relationship here. You see, and what this really comes down to is, is really you knowing him from the heart. You knowing him heart to heart. In other words, this is you letting him into every area of your life. You see, some of you, you are walking with the Lord, but some of you, you got some stuff going on in your life where if you're honest, you've been kind of trying to deal with that on your own. You see, you see, you've been kind of trying to kind of uh, clean that up on your own and, and, and you're kind of keeping your relationship with the Lord sort of, a, you know, off to the side. And I want you to understand that's not what you want to do. No, glory to God. You see, you want to live in a way where you are letting him in to every area of your life. You see, God, friend, loves you so much that God actually wants to have access to all those areas of brokenness, all those areas of messiness. You see, the, the, those, those deep, dark places that you don't want to tell anybody about. Well, well, God wants to have access to those places. Why? It's because when he comes into those places, what he's going to be able to do, glory to God, 
is he's going to be able to transform those places. He's going to be able to create transformation from the inside out. You see, he wants to come into the deepest, darkest places in our lives so that he can shine his light into that brokenness. He can shine his healing into that area of brokenness. He can shine his restoration into that area of uh, brokenness. And so in order for you to be available to that, you want to make sure that you're letting him in to every area of your life. He says, for as a branch severed from the vine will not bear fruit, so your life will be fruitless if you live your life, excuse me, unless you live your life intimately joined to mine. You see, guys, how many know that we don't want to have a fruitless life? You see, you want to be a Christian who is bearing fruit. You want to be a believer who is walking in uh, the fruitfulness that Jesus himself wants to produce in you. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubit. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on our next podcast as we continue growing in our understanding of God's grace. Now to learn more about our ministry and to download the full-length audio of this and other teachings, simply head to graceworldonline.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or how to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, simply head to graceworldonline.org forward slash give. And I pray that you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life. And I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.